Well, you've been well behaved lately. And so for the time being, you are on the nice list. So I've decided I'm going to take the time to share a story for Christmas from Bittersweet Farm for you. I'd like to share some stories in December leading up to Christmas, some, just some nice Christmas stories, and maybe some uh, Christmas memories. Some of the grandkids came over the other night, and we went and we cut a Christmas tree, and we tied it to the top of their car to return all the way to Wisconsin. And I'm happy to tell you that that tree made it all the way to Wisconsin, They set it up and decorated it and took pictures of it. And it is one of the most beautiful Christmas trees that you have ever seen. Our little grandson, Cohen, he was at the house and I said to him, Hey, remember last summer when you were visiting and I promised you that we could camp out, out in the barn? He was excited about that. Well, Since he left, I have renovated the upstairs of the barn, otherwise known as the carriage house, uh, half of it, into a writing loft and completely wired and insulated and heated. And so we went out there and we camped out on a winter night. It was a full moon and we lie on the floor and he was delighted to see the light of the full moon shining through the window that faces out to the east. And then later on, he said, listen to that, Grandpa. And he could hear a train passing in the night. And then we told stories. First, he told me stories. Then I told him stories. He said, happy Christmas stories, Grandpa, not scary ones. And so I told him happy Christmas stories. And he told me Christmas stories. And then we lie there in the darkness listening. And then the rain came. And we could hear the rain on the tin roof. And then we lie in the darkness more. And I said to him, listen, do you hear that? And out in the north woods, coyotes were howling. A large pack, a very loud pack of coyotes howling in the night. And there we were making a memory. Here's what I've noticed over the years. Some of the greatest Christmas stories are just the simple ones. Some of the greatest Christmas memories really aren't things that were really out of the ordinary. They aren't things that are miraculous. They aren't talking animals. I've actually never heard a talking animal. They are simple memories like the night that your wife says, Lois said to me once when the kids were small, if you go to Dale's Cardinal in Danville, and you get me some sugar, I'll have the girls make some cookies. And a couple of the girls and I went out in the cold van, and we started it up, and we put on some Christmas carols, and we started to town four or five miles away, Dale's Cardinal in little Danville, out in the countryside, watching the Christmas lights. And halfway to town, something happened that's been embedded in my memory for years. It's just the sweetest Christmas memory, but it was simple. It was two little girls in the car with their dad on a night before Christmas and the Christmas season going to town for sugar for cookies and looking at Christmas lights when the snow began. Just a light snow, but but enough snow to make it beautiful and Christmassy and wintry and festive and to make the warmth of the inside of the car even more that even 
more welcome than it, than it was. And so I just want to remind you that it'll be Christmas soon. Christmas will be here and Christmas will be gone. And you don't have to do remarkable things to make beautiful, long-term Christmas memories. But you do have to be able to notice the little things that happen. That's my story from out on Bittersweet Farm, where every day is a beautiful day and the little light in the kitchen is always on. Well, hey, everybody, it's time again for a story from out on Bittersweet Farm. Uh, Beautiful autumn day in late October here, and I'm thinking about the house with the golden windows. Have you ever heard that story? This is not my story, and I this is a bit informal, so I may cobble it up a tad, but here's how I remember the story. Once there was a little boy, a boy that lived in a house, and, and he wasn't particularly happy with it, but he'd look out across the valley every night, every evening as the sun went down, and he would notice out across the valley was a house high on the hill across the valley, and the house had golden windows, beautiful golden windows. And some, He thought to himself, someday I'm going to go over there And I'm going to see that house with the golden windows, that beautiful, beautiful house with the golden windows. So when he got older, he he prepared himself and he and he did he made the long hike through the through the valley over to the house with the golden windows. And he left early in the morning and he got over there. And when he got there, there was a boy on the porch. And he talked with the boy and said, My goodness, he said, I've I've admired your house for years. Every night when the sun sets, I I see the house and I say, oh my goodness, I got to visit that beautiful house with the golden windows. The other boy looked at him and was shocked and said, that's interesting because in the morning I get up in the morning and I look out across the valley and I see that house over there and its windows are golden in the morning. And I've often thought, someday I got to go over there to the house with the golden windows. And the boy looked over and said, well, that's my house. That's the story from out on Bittersweet Farm where every day is a beautiful day, a little light... And the window is always on, and you must remember, you live in a house with golden windows.